Are dreams just random images fired from an unconscious brain during sleep? Or something much more important, like life-saving inner guidance? How dreams can be healing and early warning tools for disease, financial crisis, or success. And love is still one of the behavioral science's greatest unanswered questions. Hello, I'm your host, author Kat O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to Dreaming Healing, where dreams and cutting-edge scientific research meet on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Dreaming Healing is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern, with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, when you can call in and ask cat questions about your amazing dreams. Talk on air. Call toll-free 833-220-1200. That's 833-220-1200. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Cat Cannabis, but my friends all call me Cat, so I hope you will too. Uh, if you are just listening to this show and you'd like to see us, uh, I've got Kelly Sullivan Walden on with me today, so that, you know, you might want to go and see this show instead of just listening. You can uh, Google me, uh, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Click on it, it will take you to my website. If you look up in the left-hand corner, you'll see some little black buttons. Click the one that says radio show. It'll take you to my website on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Look for the little TV with the antenna, really cute. Click on that and you'll get to see us as well as hear us. So welcome to Dreaming Healing. Uh, we are going to be talking about how a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. When I first saw Kelly's book, I was like, and then I thought about it and I thought, you know what, that's, that's great. So we're gonna be talking about why you don't wanna waste a crisis. So how many of you have ever had a heartbreak or misfortunes? Um, you know, they can really be debilitating. You, you don't want to eat, you can't sleep. That's crisis. But our guest tonight, author Kelly Sullivan Walden says, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Is she kidding? No. Kelly Sullivan Walden is serious and has a method to this madness called OGLE, O-G-L-E. And she's here to share, but first, let's start the show with our protection meditation. So for those of you who are brand new to this show, just follow my voice. Just just relax, follow my voice. If you're driving in the car right now listening to this show, don't close your eyes. <laughs> this meditation will still work. Okay? Great. All right. So I want you to get comfortable in your chair. Just sink down deep into your chair. We're going to take three deep breaths. And these breaths of life are what we're going to use to collect the negativity that's within us. And we're going to blow it out across the room into the purple flame of St. Germain and turn it into beautiful golden light. Okay? So sit deep, kind of roll your shoulders and relax. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. Imagine any negativity from the past week that you saw or heard, getting in that breath of light, 
like little pieces of pepper, blow it across the room into the purple flame of St. Germain, where you see it suddenly turn into beautiful golden light that goes up through the stars, up past the moon, past the sun, up to heaven, makes a U-turn, comes right back down into your seventh chakra, filling your body with golden light. Take another deep breath in, hold it. Imagine any negativity that you may have done during the week, something you said to someone, something you did to someone, getting caught up in that breath of life. See it in there, blow it out right across into the purple flame of Saint Germain. See it turned into beautiful golden light going up into the heavens, making a U-turn coming right back down as fast as the speed of thought into your chakras, aligning, vibrating, all of your chakras, you feel them vibrating in your legs, all the way down to your feet one more time. One big breath in. Any negativity that may bother you from when you were a child, put it into that breath of life. Blow it out across the rim into the purple flame of St. Germain. Let it turn into golden light. Go up into the universe, up into the heavens, turn around, come right back down into your chakras, filling your body. Now imagine holding a power gift in your hand. Your power gift can be anything that is powerful with love. It can be your favorite rock, your favorite stone, your favorite food, a, a gift given to you of jewelry, anything that's the power of love. Imagine swinging it all around your body and creating this beautiful mirrored bubble all around you filled with that golden light still coming down from heaven into your chakras, filling up your bubble, breathing in that golden light, filling up your lungs with golden energy. Only that which is of the highest and best and brought by your spirit guides may enter that bubble. Anything else is reflected right back from whence it came. We wish it so, and therefore it is. When you're ready, slowly open your eyes. Feel yourself returning to your body. And we're going to welcome our guest, Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you, Kat. It's so good to be with you. God, that felt so good. I'm so relaxed. I might just go into a little nap, a little cat nap. <laughs> Tell our audience, for those of you who don't know you, and they've got to be living on another planet if they don't, but all the same, we're going to tell them a little bit about you. Kelly Sullivan Walden is also known as Dr. 
Dr. Dream. She's an international best-selling author of 10, yes, 10 books. She's an award-winning dream expert, an interfaith minister, a certified clinical hypnotherapist, a practitioner of religious science, an inspirational speaker, and a workshop facilitator who shares her four-step Ogle process. And she's going to be sharing that with us today. If you'd like to know more about her, you can go to her website, Kelly. SullivanWalden.com, K-E-L-L-Y-S-U-L-L-I-V as in Victor, A-N-W-A-L-D-E-N. If you're watching us live now or, you know, even in, in uh, the reruns for this show, you'll see her name right underneath her beautiful face and you can research her that way. Also, on the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network website page that I have, you can go to that website page by just Googling Dream, Dreaming Healing, and her links are live. All of the links are live on that page. So you can go there and click on her website and just have fun on her website because, hey, she is a fun, fun person. And you know she's got to be fun if she's sitting in a pile <laughs> of mud with mud all over her drinking tea for her power. So Kelly, did I leave anything out in your bio that you'd like to share with our audience also? Oh my God, that I am a personal dear friend of yours. So I think that should go right at the top. I'm, um, my book got featured this week in Women's World Magazine. So it's the nonfiction book of the week for Women's World Magazine, which just, just happened. It just came out. I don't even have my copy yet, but, um, but yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Everybody go get that magazine, get that magazine. Now, now, um, you know, that, that's a magazine that, that you has been, uh, featuring you as a dream expert. for quite a No, while. that was first for women. And I had a column with first for women for many, many years. And I no longer do, but women's world it's in, actually it's in the same family. It's in the Bauer publishing and now they've kind of switched owners, but women's world, people often confuse them, but women's world's a, a little bit bigger and um, it's the January 30th issue. So some in some stores, the February 6th version's already out, but you can always buy it online, you know, hey, whatever. run out to the store when you get in the milk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. right there up where the magazines are. You're checking out. It's right yes. there. One. Right, right. Yeah, yeah at most sure. aisles. But it's so good to be with you, honey. Thank you so much for having me. And you, you could have easily been the poster child on the cover of my book. I talk about you all the time when I'm doing interviews. I mean, I you're like one of my favorite stories to tell as an example. of If, if I get to do another book, I'm going to include you in this. I mean, if I do another book along this line of, um, of a crisis is a terrible thing to waste because you have had your share of crises and you didn't waste them. You turned that mud into a mountaintop and hey, here you put it all over your face. Draw out it's an exfoliator. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And it was real mud in that photo shot, that photo shoot. It was not photoshopped. That was real mud, a real mud puddle. Yeah, and I can see your hair is wet. Kelly, can you <laughs> hold your book up so everybody can see it next to yeah. your beautiful face? Yeah, you have an advanced reader's copy. Oh, I don't know if you can see it with my little background here. Let me take my background off and then people can see the the real thing. Okay, that might take a minute. Uh, yeah. Well, give you know me what? a I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> I can't take my back my background off. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. okay. Now here's the here's the real background. Ta-da. Ta-da. Can people see that now? Oh, I love it. You know what I love about this book? It reminds me of when you came up to Cape Cod to stay with me and we were rolling yes. down the water. We had mud all over us. When oh. I saw this color, I was like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of Cape Cod. <laughs> when we went when we went oyster shucking. We did. We Oh, that was so much fun. Day we shucked them and you know we were covered in muck i mean it was oh, so lucky it was that wonderful. was so fun it's so bougie to be in cape cod but we were all grunged out and and i never i never had oysters rockefeller before i had no idea and we we made them together that was talk about like not letting something go to waste i mean that was a beautiful thing but we met we actually met because of your crisis that showed up in a dream and your dream healing dreaming healing as a result mm -hmm. of that so we wouldn't even know each other if it wasn't for the what you went through so i'm so grateful that you didn't waste that crisis thank yeah. god so our, our friendship is basically what you talk about here in your book and we have to take a break in two minutes but yeah. what i want to ask you before we take the break is how did you come up with this incredible title. <laughs> it was, you know, I've heard a few people say it. I think I, I got to interview Marianne Williamson a couple years ago, and I believe she said it, but there's there's a bunch of people that have said, like, an education is a terrible thing to waste. And it just started to become, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste, just started to become like a motto of mine. It was really during COVID because there were so many people, I mean, horrible things going on, but so many people also having breakthroughs and having incredible insights and finding their life purpose. And it's kind of like, you know, we're all going to go, like you said before, like we've all had our heart broken. We've all had something happen to us that's, that's, we didn't expect that was painful. And it's not what happens to us. It's what we do with it that counts. So just feels like it sums up everything that I'm about. Mm -hmm. and, and and it doesn't, you know, who doesn't have a crisis at some yeah. point in your life? If you, if you've never, ever had a crisis, if you've never had a heartbreak where you broke right. up with somebody you were absolutely insanely in love with, mm -hmm. um, you know, this book is still for you because you're going to have it. <laughs> well, everybody's, everybody's had one. I have not met. I don't know anybody unless they're like five that hasn't had one yet. I mean, if you're an adult, um, let's say past the age of 30, then something's happened that didn't go your way. Even, and some of us are really sensitive. So it doesn't have to be a, a like catastrophic thing. It can be a tiny little thing that could, that could devastate us. I mean, one dirty look or one 
non look some you know there's so many different variations of it from from tiny crises to the big capital C crises yeah. so everything in between well we got to take a break don't go away we are talking with Kelly Sullivan Walden who has just published uh, her latest book beyond words a crisis is a terrible thing to waste when we come back we're going to talk about some of the crises she went through. Don't go away. We'll be right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax and enjoy let life flow I need to, to dreaming healing i'm your host cat cannabis 
And uh, we have Kelly Sullivan Walden with us right now. You just heard her, you know, kind of, kind of trying to catch my attention. So I'm going to ask her, "What, Kelly? What?" <laughs> Honestly, I thought we had a break. I was going to go to the little girls' room, but I'll just go right here in my pants. So that's okay. Here we go. Don't waste it. I'm just right in the middle of a crisis as we speak. No, I've got a micro bladder, so I'm like. Okay, but you know, that's TMI. Speaking of TMI, my whole book is full of TMI. I should have just called it hashtag TMI. It's, it's so, it's like all the, I can't believe I've put this out there. It's kind of like your journal all of a sudden becoming published. It's like, what did I, uh, so uh, yeah. Really write that? Oh my gosh, what are they gonna think of me when they read it? They're gonna love you more. Well, We'll knock on wood so far, so good, but I, I've been girding my loins for the moment where some people are like, uh, Kelly, we're just gonna, you know, you're not invited to the party. Um, you're officially uninvited to the club, but I figure I only want people to, if they say they love me or they like me, I want it to be because they really know me. So it's mm -hmm. instead of just doing I'm, i've been a world-class people pleaser my whole life kind of having this intuition about what people what version of me to present in order to get the love or the accolades or the whatever it is and by definition that means that there's a whole bunch of me left out in the closet and i had i had some woman it was, there was somebody that i was working with and she had been very open about her kind of scandalous past. And this woman that I was working with doing a nonprofit program said, oh my God, we can't work with her because of this. And I thought, oh my God, if you only knew me, like what, who, you probably wouldn't wanna be working with me. By the way, I don't wanna work with somebody that, that would say, well, unless you have this pristine, squeaky clean life, I don't want you. I don't want you if you don't want me. So I only want the people, it's like, the, the what's that Dr. Seuss saying? Those who mind don't matter. And those right. who matter don't mind. So I really want to, even if I have to narrow my circle down, I want it to be authentic. And I also feel like it, I want it to inspire people to live more authentically because who has time for the BS? Life is short. Let's just be ourselves. All That's of the right. funky and the chunky and the monkey and the holy and the guacamole, like it's all beautiful. It is, and it's part of the crisis. Sometimes a crisis like that will let you know who your real friends are because we have fair weather friends and we have the down and dirty that get in the mud with you friends who will dig out exactly. those oysters and throw them on the grill. We don't <laughs> care, we're gonna take a shower after we eat because it smells too good. Those or not. <laughs> that you want to keep with you you know you want people who are going to celebrate you even in crisis not tolerate you so Correct. i always tell people all the time if you're not right. celebrating me and just tolerating me let's move on but <laughs> so, you know uh, the interesting thing is is that it's really it's an it's more of an inside job than an outside job i mean honestly i talk about how i only want people to love me if they know the real thing. But the truth is just like from a dream perspective, there is no they, there is no them. Everyone in our dream is an aspect of ourselves as we're, it's what Carl Jung used to say. So 
I, I've gotten in the habit, and I'm sure you have too in many ways, looking at dreams from the perspective of that these are all aspects of myself. I don't need to argue or fight or fix anybody ex external because it's there is no external. There's a whole microcosm of the entire universe happening in here. So maybe the they that I thought would hate me so much was my inner committee that was so judgmental and mm. trying to get me to toe the line. So really, this has been a process of me shining a light on on my flaws and I'm sure, and there's others that could fill a, several more volumes of more books that aren't included in this book. But I feel like I've, I'm in the process as we speak in real time of being in this laboratory of self-love that comes from me revealing what is painful, difficult, what I might've considered ugly and saying, can I love this? And I'm and if I look for what's lovable about my jealousy, my insecurity, my all of name name it, then and if I find what's beautiful about it myself, then I'm not as concerned about whether the masses out there are going to love me because they probably more more apt to love me if I'm already loving myself. Mm -hmm. I That's think. That's right. We'll see. And who, who, <laughs> many people who love every single aspect of of themselves i know that i'm very critical about things with me and and, right. and i realize yeah. that those things are important and you know just just to touch on something when i was going through my crisis i'm a three-time breast cancer survivor and my yeah. dreams guided me all through that and thank god uh, my doctors, i loved my doctors don't get me wrong but the dreams found the illness the 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 pathology reports then confirmed the dream. So it was a little bit different, but in one dream, Kelly, I remember this and it's in my, it's actually in my book, in this dream, in this book, I had lost all my hair with chemotherapy and I love to sleep because in my dreams, you know, I didn't feel like I had to wear my wig. I didn't have to wear a hat. My head wasn't cold, all this stuff. It, it was okay. And in the dream, all of my inner selves that I had met, throughout my dreams, my inner selves work together through the dreams to keep mm. me well and sane. Alive, this right. boy named Billy, who would constantly show up in my dreams, was mentally challenged. That's uh, what they used to call retarded. Mm -hmm. And he was a teenager. And I had a lot of teenagers in my dreams. And oh, they wow. were very protective of Billy. And Billy walked up to me in the dream. We were all riding our bikes together down on the beach. And he said, where's your hair? Why don't you have any hair in the dream? And it just shocked me. And I was so angry at him. And I said, how can you ask me this in the dream? How can you ruin my dream like this? <laughs> and the teenagers all got around Billy and they said, Billy, remember, we talked about this and we decided we were all going to go without hair too. And boom, <gasps> their hair was gone. And I, I stopped, I looked at, at, at them all. They're all standing there looking at me. And I said to one of the teenage girls, I said, why would I have Billy in our group? And she looked at me and she said, because he never lies. He only tells the truth, no matter how painful. Oh, that's so good. He's in us. Yes. To tell us that painful truth and ask those painful questions so when we it's have so that, true 
it's not you don't want to waste it you don't right. want to waste your billy What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles through the personal stories of New York Times bestselling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. world facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax and enjoy let life flow exactly and even if it's um you know a character in the dream that's chasing you i used to have so many chasing dreams i was running 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 i mean i spent i, I should be skin and bones was all the running i did in my dreams and it turns out i was running from me i was running from my shadow self my mm -hmm. my painful memories my 
the you know my my pain and the things that I thought were so unlovable and it's and it's all me and getting to know these characters one of them in one of my dreams I might have shared this with you I was being chased by an albino lumberjack cyclops so one eye in the middle of his head bright white with like an axe and like a, a flannel shirt just that and I'm like why are you trying to kill me and he says I'm trying to protect you he had single-minded vision about what could hurt me and he was walk he was chopping not me he wasn't chopping me but he was chopping the energy around me that was negative and I'm like oh my god you're my ally so now I think about this giant lumberjack albino cyclops and I think fondly I think Thank God for him. Thank God yeah, for him. He's got my back. He's not the most sociable person. He's not somebody you want to hang out with at a party, but God, does he serve a, a good purpose? They all do. So mm -hmm. this, how to transform the tragic into magic, whether it be in a nighttime dream or a waking dream is to be a little curious and don't assume we know, don't assume mm -hmm. that I mean, we all, we often will, and I'll do this myself. I'll assume that the reason somebody is acting the way they do is because there's something wrong with me because they don't love me. They don't like me. They're trying to kill me. But if I ask, I'm always surprised whether it's even in waking life. My husband the other day, oh my God, this is maybe way too TMI, but he, oh, well, are, oh, do we have time? Oops. Oh, we're saved by the bell. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, literally in bed like when we're sleeping i'm like a spider monkey i have to be all wrapped up like this and if he breaks away from me it's like i become like fatal attraction like where are you going what are you doing like, i literally this primal self is like he doesn't love me he's and it's like wait he had a crick in his neck he had he had to turn the other way it's when i ask when i inquire it's not because he doesn't love me it's never because he or she or they don't love me. It's because they're protecting themselves. They're doing something that is that they have a right to do that is basically we could it would be a smarter question. How are the how is this person trying to take care of their own need? And it mm -hmm. might have nothing to do with me. <laughs> so there you go. Yes. And we and we know taking care of your own need, put that gas. Put that mask on your face first and yeah. then the other people exactly we want them to we don't want people to just drop like flies because they're trying to take care of us like i've done in the past as a people pleaser putting my needs way aside and trying to think about other people and then running out of oxygen and wondering mm -hmm. why and then and then going from being the victim being the martyr to all of a sudden becoming the beyond I don't know if I can cuss, <laughs> but, but you know, there's a fine line. Yeah. So we're getting ready to go to break in just a couple minutes, but I want our audience to know how they can find your book and how they can find you. So can you share with us how we can get your amazing book? Thank you. You can get A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, The Art of Transforming the Tragic into Magic, wherever books are sold. Um, 
Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. You can even go to the Beyond Words publishing website and Simon and Schuster as well. They, they're distributing it, which is awesome. Um, or I always suggest that people go to, if there's a brick and mortar store, store nearby, um, any of the spiritual bookstores, you know, go there first if you can. But of course, online, I buy, I buy so much online. So I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say that. But also you can go to my website, kellysullivanwalden.com and Kat spelled it out. It's my name with a .com after it. And if you sign up on the homepage of my website, put your name and email address, I've got several gifts to give you. And one of them is the introduction to the book so that you can check out whether or not you like it before you buy it. And there's some other free giveaway goodies that I have there. Also, I'm offering a trip to Costa Rica. Um, I have a I have a, a luxury trip to Costa Rica that's happening in June. It's It'll be a dream mostly a dream centric trip, but it's about a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. So I want people to bring whatever challenge they've been grappling with, whether it be a short term issue or something they've been focused on for a long, long time and bring it to the retreat and with the intent to alchemize it, to come home with, with solid gold and leave all the muddy stuff behind. Oh, I love that thought. I just love that thought. You should and come so with me, Kat. Oh my God, that'd be so fun. Uh, when And when is this? June, June 6th through the 13th. Okay, I'll, I'll put it on my calendar. I'll see if I can make that work. I mean, um, I don't think Costa Rica is that far from Florida. Maybe you should fly down to Florida first. I know. I know. Hey, let's like, we're just going to blend our itineraries. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. All right, so um, when we come back, we're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, we are going to ask Kelly to share with us about her hot air balloon crash. When, <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, oh in a, my goodness. We have in a wild animals. animal park. <laughs> and it's scary when they start to go down, people... They, they flee like ants. I mean, <laughs> like somebody dropped hot oil in the middle of an ant pile and they just all take off because um, that can be very, yeah. very dangerous. And then you had another one. Um, you had, uh, what was it? It was the hot air balloon into a wildlife refuge. Oh. And then you had a near death experience mm -hmm. on her 40th birthday. So we're going to ask her about those as soon as we come back. Don't go away. You are listening or watching Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. And I'm your host, Kat Cannabis. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. 
Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy. Sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Darkest hours to brightest moments. Transformation from despair to happiness. And chaos to clarity. Real people, real pain, real healing. Life-threatening illness, death, Abusive relationships, divorce, and overcoming addiction are challenges these men and women faced head-on. See how they emerged stronger and happier. Buy the new book, Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change by Reverend Patricia Caginello and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available on sacredstoriespublishing.com and worldwide through Amazon and other retailers. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. So, um, welcome back to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Cat Cannabis, uh, and I have Kelly Sullivan Walden with us today. She's talking about her brand new book, um, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, The Art of Transforming the Tragic into Magic. It's available on Amazon and a lot of other places. Any bookstore, go to your local bookstore. If they don't have it there, ask them to order it because we need to keep our mom and pa bookstores going. So just before the break, I told you I was going to ask Kelly about her hot air balloon crash. So take it away, Kelly. Oh, Lord. Okay, so this is one of the stories. My book has got like, it's got 30 chapters. Each chapter features a crisis. And then there's my ogle formula at the end for how I transform the tragic into magic. But basically on this trip, I was in Mexico had um, was taking a group which i do almost every year to teotihuacan mexico to where the pyramids are it's a sacred deep profound healing journey and on this particular journey i'd never taken the hot air balloon i always would see in the morning the hot air balloons flying over the pyramids think oh that's cool but nope we've got serious work to do on the ground but this particular group, they all saw the balloons every day and they're like, can't we go up like a bunch of little kids? And I'm like, oh, well, I feeling like I was being a mean mommy, like saying, no, we're going to do the spiritual work on the ground, people. But <laughs> I found out, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? Why not? So we got a couple, couple balloons and everybody, well, we had a few of them and people were in their, their, their own balloon and, and there we are 
up in the air and it's awesome the the group i'm in i just it, at some point i noticed that we were drifting far away from the rest but i didn't think it was any big deal it didn't seem I mean, I don't go up in hot air balloons very often, so I don't know what normal is supposed to be. I speak pretty good Spanish. Um, and the woman, it was a woman who was conducting it. She was like putting the hot air up and everything was lovely and we're just drifting along. And then finally she's on, at some point she's on the the um, radio, the walkie talkie, and she's saying these words that I'd never heard before, like zuholohio or something like that. And I'm like, Gosh, I have no idea what that means. And 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 then she starts what? Did you say thank you very much? <laughs> thank you very much. Exactly. Mas Mas Wakamoli, please. Por favor. Anyway, and then all of a sudden one of the people in my group says, Oh my God, is that a zebra? And I'm like, what? And I noticed way off in the distance, that looks like a zebra. And then someone's like, is that a giraffe? I'm like, wait a minute, how is that possible? Out in the middle of nowhere, there's a giraffe and a zebra. And then I notice all, <laughs> then there's these caribou, like a bunch, and it's like, they have little, little antlers, little, is that caribou? What is going on? This is crazy. And then I notice we start going really fast in that direction. And the woman's like, Zuhalohio, Zuhalohio. And she's, and she's panicking. And I was like, and what? She's the levers. She's in there with you. Pulling the levers, doing all this stuff. And with the wind, we just, we must've just got some, some gale, some whatever it was. And all next thing I know, we are headed straight for the giraffe and the the we're headed straight for them and we're trying to like keep it we're like at least it's not lions <laughs> and next thing i know that's we were all singing lions and tigers and bears oh my and we crashed and we and literally we're rolling and rolling on the ground we're all bumping into each other i get pitched out and I'm like on my back and I'm like, what? And I roll over and I'm climbing my way up to a standing position. And there's the giraffe looking down at me. And so this is like a little, a, a little aside. I had attended a nonviolent communication course a few years before and Marshall Rosenberg, who is on the other side now, but he, he talked about the the ja the jackal as being kind of the archetype of of violent communication and the giraffe as being the archetype of nonviolent communication because they have the biggest heart of any land mammal so i had this wonderful association with giraffe i love giraffes when i was a little kid i had giraffe in my bedroom like it was love giraffe so i saw this giraffe and literally I put my hand to my heart, looked at it and it were so close. It reaches down and it literally starts sniffing my head. And then I, I felt its little lips like kiss my forehead. And then it kind of kissed my, uh, kissed the top of my head, kissed my forehead and we lock eyes. And I'm like, I'm in love with you. You are so beautiful. And then it walks away and pretty soon everybody else is trying to get up and stand up and get their phones to capture the moment. But before they could, and it was after the moment, all these voices come running 
stop turn off the phone turn off the phone the flashing scares the animals it's a and we're like whatever and, and then there's the caribou the all, we're like in the middle of a wild animal park that is like a it's, it's a wildlife refuge so they are like turn off the phones and everybody be very calm and quiet pretty soon a couple of jeeps come in to carry us out of there and as we're heading out I realized we were only about, I want to say a quarter of a football, a football field away from the lions. There oh were lions. There were lions behind this teeny little flimsy gate, like a little fence, a little, a little fence. And there's the lions. Like we could have just as easily one little gust of wind to the right. We would have ended up right there with the lions but instead we got to drive right past them in our in our jeep <laughs> so zoologio is like is like a wild animal refuge i learned that word and i'll never forget that so how did i ogle that yeah the o is for what's offensive you give yourself whenever anything goes wrong as, as soon as you want to be able to transform any trauma go let yourself have permission to be in the what was scary, what was terrifying. So what was offensive was, oh my God, gravity, gravity, like it, this whole thing that wasn't supposed to happen, happened. Like it was supposed to, we were supposed to land amid everybody else and have a champagne picnic breakfast. And I don't know where anybody else was. They were nowhere to be seen. This wasn't supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And by God, we could have been eaten by the lions. I mean, it could have been, what much worse i mean and we none of us ended up with any broken bones it was like a few bruises here and there a few little cuts but nothing horrible so but what was offensive was that it was it was there was a moment of it being terrifying so then you asked so the g in the ogle formula is what's good about this what was good is that i got to have this beautiful connection with this beautiful giraffe and it made me think because nonviolence was such a important part to me it made me feel like i need to take nonviolent communication more seriously and 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 it felt like it was an even deeper imprint to not be a reactivity machine but to have the heart of the of of this beautiful giraffe so like in a dream everybody in the dream is an aspect of ourselves so i was like this giraffe is an aspect of me tall and and it can and it can love and be peaceful no matter what and it has a higher view okay so the l the looking glass how is how is what fell apart how is all of this me so sometimes my best plans fall apart sometimes there are natural disasters sometimes my nature is I, I mean, I can't, I can, I can plan things just like my book, my book launch. I have all kinds of ideas, but the truth is there's something larger in charge here. And mm -hmm. so what if what's in the looking glass here? What if sometimes I fall apart? It wasn't the woman's fault. Oh, I was blaming her. Like she was incompetent. Well, sometimes I'm incompetent. Sometimes I don't mean to hurt anybody. I don't mean to let people down, but sometimes I do without meaning to. So I can see that I'm just like her, just like this. So there's a part of me that is her. And then the E for elevate is how can I better my situation? I can have, I can have a little bit more compassion for the part of me that accidentally does 
influence other people in a way that isn't great. I let people down. People expect things of me that I'm not able to fulfill. Um, and also I can elevate by literally lifting my gaze and imagining that I am that giraffe and that I can have more compassion for myself and others. So we just want to look for the O-G-L-E, the ogle in those difficult situations in order to move out of the trauma and into the solution and into kind of into the into the alchemy of it all. So that's my that's that story. Don't you wish I you were with me? So um, next time you find yourself facing a crisis of the mind, body, or heart, remember Ogle, and that you too can transform your life's unexpected tragedies and mishaps into a magical journey of self-exploration, love, and badassery. And that's in her book. Kelly Sullivan Walden's book. Thank you, Kelly, so much for being with us. We're out of time, but we're going to have Kelly back on. So make sure you watch uh, my, my page and see when I'm going to have her back on again. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us this evening. And a big thanks to our producer. Tune in next time to Dreaming Healing for more cutting-edge research, live dream interpretations, and stories with radio host and award-winning author, Cat O'Keefe Cannabis. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time with call-in live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Remember, everyone dreams, but some dreams save lives. Live your dreams. Find more about Cat at KathleenO'KeefeCannabis.com. That's Kathleen with a K. O-K-E-E-F-E-K-A-N-A-V-O-S. Or the Queen of Dreams on Google Search. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.